You are listening to episode five of the Design Influence with Albie Knows. So I got a question for you. Have you ever wondered how people make money online, specifically when it comes to influencers and content creators? Like it's social media, you know, at least the age of social media. So there are tons of ways to make money online. I mean, even before social media blew up, people were running online businesses. So now it's just kind of like exploded and morphed into this just new world. And we hear about so many different revenue streams. Um, in addition to having your main moneymaker. So sometimes it can get a little bit hard to discern what's the best for your business holistically, um, especially for us as designers. We're creatives. We're always, you know, making things. Or the wheels in our heads are always spinning. Um, and even though we may be doing the same thing, we all have pretty unique business models. So with all of that, it can be really hard to kind of sift through and figure out which one of these online moneymakers is the best fit for us, Um, especially if you make any kind of content. So I'm talking about if you have your design, you know, business that you're doing, but you also put out a lot of content via a blog, social media, maybe you do video, email marketing, a podcast, you know, there is this whole other world in ways that you can monetize, quote unquote, passively, (laughs) um, that facet of your business and visibility. So when it comes to the content creation part, there are again, a whole bunch of ways, but two very popular ways um, involve brands that aren't your own. So you're making money, but it's not through something like you created. And these two ways are sponsored content and affiliate marketing. And I always, personally, I get a lot of questions about these two um, as someone who has done a lot of, um, you know, affiliate marketing via my blog, via social media. Um, My affiliate income is a pretty large part of my entire, you know, income strategy. And recently sponsored content has become a part of that as well. So I get a lot of questions when it comes to these two things. I see a lot of questions kind of get put out there on the internet. Um, Maybe designers are asking in groups and comments and things like that. So today I wanted to chat about the differences really between the two and how, if at all, they could possibly make sense for your business. Welcome to The Design Influence a show dedicated to changing the conversation and creating impact on and offline. The Design Influence is all about you, the online designpreneur, helping you be a better designer and entrepreneur in this new digital landscape. I'm your hostess with the mostest, online interior designer, content creator, and nonstop idea machine, Albie of Albie Knows Online Interior Design. If you're ready for some candid and caffeinated conversations about everything from decoding interior design tools to growing pains as an entrepreneur to figuring out what the heck it means to be an influencer, then turn up your earbuds and let's dive in. Today's episode is brought to you by Gather, a visual platform that helps you source product, communicate with clients, and eliminate hours of admin headaches. Whether it's for a big project or a product roundup blog post, Gather has helped me streamline all of my product specifications, project details, and budget tracking. And I've basically created my own one-stop resource library. 
I know you're going to love Gather as much as I do, so head over to thedesigninfluence.com forward slash gather to get started with a free extended trial. Hey guys, how are you today? It is Albie here. Welcome to today's episode. If you've ever looked up marketing funnels, like literally go to Google, type in marketing funnels, then you'll know at the very bottom of a funnel is where the actual purchase or sale um, takes place um, in comparison to the very top, which is more about brand awareness. Now, in case you're wondering, by the way, um, from awareness to sale, the rest of the funnel is interest, consideration, intent, and evaluation. And honestly, marketing funnels is something that's super fascinating to me. I think all of you guys will find some value and kind of digging into and looking them up and kind of learning a little bit more. Um, my background is in marketing. My um, degree is in that. So it's something that's always been kind of like super interesting to me. So just kind of fun fact. But yeah, why I bring up the marketing funnels though is because essentially the top of the funnel and the bottom of the funnel is the difference between whether or not Sponsored content or affiliate marketing would be the best fit for you and your audience. So first of all, what are they? Affiliate marketing, simply put, means when you promote a product with your unique link, so your affiliate link, you earn a commission on that sale. So maybe it's a relationship that you have with a retailer So you have like affiliate commission that you make with like actual stores and brands, or maybe it's like with a software you use, you know, you know, when you sign up for like different programs and softwares, you know, if you refer a friend, you get like a percent or you get like money off your, your actual bill. That's also a form of like an affiliate relationship. Um, So essentially, again, you're making this relationship. Um, You're making this, excuse me, this connection between your audience and this thing that you love and that you use, and it costs the buyer nothing extra. Like, they'd be paying whatever they'd be paying for it, Um, and then it costs you nothing at all, (laughs) except maybe some time on the front end. Now, for the purposes of, like, this conversation, for comparison, I'll be talking about affiliate marketing with retailers. When it comes to, like, with softwares and brands, that's kind of like a whole other It's the same, but it's not the same. So we're talking retailers here. Some of the programs are pay-per-click, and some are based on the actual sale. So whatever, once someone clicks your link, an actual transaction is placed, the commission's based on that amount. But no matter which one that you're in, um, it's essentially always going to be for the audience that's ready to buy the bottom of the funnel. They're shopping already, they've already had their eye on something, and you've just gotten them a little bit closer to the finish line. Sponsored content, um, and this is a phrase that's been used pretty loosely um, now, especially with social media, um, but in the most basic sense, it means you were given something, product or money, in exchange for you featuring the brand or the items in your content. So this could maybe look like your favorite paint resource hitting you up to feature their you know, new line in your next project or a hardware company paying you, like literally paying you dollars <laughs> to demonstrate the installation of you know, their new collection. 
Um, and then a whole other bunch of options in between. Like, if you can think of it like in a way that you're exchanging product or money for content, that's essentially sponsored content, like in the most basic sense. So it could be tangible project um, product, or it can be a location. Like maybe, you know, the brand wants you to do something in their physical space just so people are more aware of them. And this kind of brings me to the point, no matter what form it takes, the brand wants more awareness. They want more eyeballs on what they offer, and you're the person that's going to make that happen. You're the connector between your audience and their thing. That is top of the funnel. Before you're actually quote-unquote selling anything, chances are you're going to have to make your audience aware of them. And this isn't to say they're not maybe already familiar with the brand or the product, but unlike affiliate marketing, you're not necessarily presenting it to an audience that's primed to buy. You're telling the story. You're selling a lifestyle. You're developing a trust on behalf of the brand with your audience. So they already trust you. And now you're basically saying, I also love this other person brand thing. I trust them. This is why they're awesome. This is how it works. This is how I use it. And you're starting a conversation and hoping, obviously, that they will want to know more and eventually buy, making their way down to the bottom of the funnel. Now, the differences between the two in terms of how you get paid. So let's say you're doing a blog post roundup or you're putting together your client's e-design shopping list. For affiliate marketing, you're linking products from your go-to retailers, your favorite retailers, whatever. With a regular link, they would spend, let's say, $10,000. That's what the total came out to the shopping list, or they loved whatever your roundup was, the gift guide, whatever. They spent $10,000. With a regular link, you got nothing. You got the satisfaction of knowing you helped someone spend $10,000. That's it. And you probably won't even know that it happened. But (laughs) um, with an affiliate link, they're still spending the same $10,000. Nothing's changed. Again, they're not spending anything extra for clicking your link. They probably don't even know. Um, Although you are supposed to disclose, just by the way. I mean, that's a whole other bag uh, (laughs) of... um, situations, but you are supposed to, FCC rules, you are supposed to disclose you're using affiliate links. But in terms of how it affects their experience, there is no effect. So they are still spending the same $10,000, but now you've made a commission on top of that 10000 from that $10,000. Think of it like a finder's fee. So if the commission in this example was 5%, you just made $500 for doing whatever it is that you were already doing. You know, so if it was <clears throat> for a e-design project and from the shopping list, you know, you've made the money from the fees and now you just made $500 when they make their purchase from the shopping list. If it was a blog post roundup, you were writing that blog post anyway and now you just made $500 basically for being a blogger. Now, I use 5% in the example Commission percents run the gamut from 1% to 10%, and I've seen a few higher than that depending on the program. Um, I feel like I've seen as upwards as even 12 to 15%, but that's really 
going to be up to the program you're in. And there are a myriad of different affiliate programs, whether it's directly with the retailer or like uh, a larger program that involves lots of retailers. But even at 1% on my $10,000 example, you just made $100 um, via blog post or on top of your design fees. You know, it's $100 that you didn't have before. With sponsored content, the way you would get paid, and for the sake of this example, we're just going to say you are getting, you're doing a sponsored piece for money, so not for product. Um, let's say you have 10,000 followers, okay, and it's, it's, a brand approaches you. With 10,000 followers, you can be charging $500 a post, $1,000 a post, $1,500 a post. That's really kind of what you feel like the value is that you bring to the table with your following and your engagement and all that jazz. But you've essentially made that money on one post. You know, so you can make $500 in percent commission. So, again, hoping, you know, the people buy and all that jazz, or you have now priced your, um, you're leveraging your social media space, you're leveraging your blog or your relationship with clients and projects um, to charge a fee for your sponsored materials. The question that you would have to ask yourself, you're making money in either instance, is whether or not you have a following that is engaged, that is loyal, where you can command a certain fee, or where you can kind of rely on that consistent affiliate commission. You're going to know better than anybody else what your audience is, is down for. And you can do both. And that's for if you're getting paid. If it's sponsored content for, like, product, a lot, and I've heard arguments made, you know, for both sides, you know, you don't work for free and da 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 And then you, you have the other side where it's like, well, you got to start somewhere and da 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 I can make a case for both. I'm not about to. But what I will say is no one's going to know what that value is more than you. So if you get approached by, I'll go back to like my paint resource example. You get approached by your go-to paint resource and they're like, hey, we have this amazing new VOC-free collection. Do you have any projects coming up? And you're like, oh, yeah, I'm actually about to do, you know, a nursery or whatever the case is. Maybe it is worth it to you to not charge for that because you want to use their paints in this project. Um, your clients already pay the design fees, so it's not like you're losing anything. That's actually one less thing that they have to now purchase or you have to purchase on their behalf, whatever. Um, and maybe it's the beginning of a long-term relationship, a brand ambassadorship, and who knows where that can go. So you may see it worth it to just say, you know what, I'll feature it in my project. You know, I'll call it out in the photos and all that jazz um, and not charge. Or maybe you're like, nope. Um, I'd rather just charge for this in exchange for me using it in the project. This is what I charge, like an advertising fee or whatever the case is. That's going to be totally up to you. You're going to know better than anybody else, which makes most sense. So 
sometimes the payment, when it comes to sponsored content, the quote-unquote payment, may not be cold, hard cash. Sourcing product is a major part of being a designer. I mean, duh. (laughs) But for a lot of you, once you've nailed down the type of product you want to offer, be it for a project or in your content, now you have a whole other challenge. How do you catalog, present, and track everything that you've sourced? As an online designer and content creator, Gather has been my saving grace for making product management super easy to deal with. So I'm talking about clipping product directly from the browser from any site. I'm talking about keeping all of my products safely cataloged and organized. I'm talking about having product presentations and budget tracking automatically generated for me with just a few clicks. I know you're going to love Gather, so I want you to check it out for yourself by heading over to thedesigninfluence.com forward slash gather, G-A-T-H-E-R, <laughs> to get started with a free extended trial. Test them out, and I promise you are going to wonder why you didn't try them sooner, and suddenly this one piece of your business is going to start running so much smoother. Now, let's get back to the conversation. So now, why would someone do one or the other? Like I said at the top of this conversation, you know, when you're trying to figure out which one makes the most sense holistically for your business model, you know, you're going to want to consider what kind of audience you have. Both of these are really contingent upon the kind of content you produce and the kind of consistency that you can offer to these brands, especially if you're going, if you want to go the sponsored route, what's their ROI going to be? You know, so with affiliate um, marketing, as I said, it's usually through a program. It may not be a direct relationship with a brand. You're not dealing directly with a human contact. You signed up either through the brand's website or through some other affiliate program. So a few uh, major affiliate programs, like many of you might be familiar with reward style. (laughs) They are one of the largest Um, Definitely one of the most popular um, amongst bloggers and influencers. There's reward style, there's um, shop style, there's skim links, there's brand cycle, there's magic links, there's vintage links. There there, there are quite a few. And um, there's share a sale, there's CJ commission, there's, oh my gosh, um, I could be here all day naming just affiliate programs. Point is, there are lots. How those operate is that they're a connector. You sign up for that program and it allows you access to a bunch of other retailers. So some, like a reward style, might work with every single retailer you could think of from home to fashion. Um, Whereas some, maybe smaller, there's there's a limited um, number of retailers they work with because retailers are also very particular about whose program they want to be a part of. So... Usually, most people go with a program so that they can have access to multiple retailers and that they're not limited to just one person. To put together what you need to put together, you might be part of multiple programs or you might be part of one. That's kind of be all up to you. With the different programs, 
the commissions might also vary. I can't tell you why this is. I'm I'm not the affiliate whisperer, so I don't know the exact inner workings as to why under one program a brand offers 7% commission and under another program that same brand offers 3% commission. I don't know why that is. Um, I just imagine it is based on the relationship that the brand has with the program. But what that'll mean for you is obviously that difference between 3 and 7% um, on what you're selling. So I use the large example of $10,000. You're going to make a good amount of money no matter what the percent is on a $10,000 sale. But maybe they only bought a $20 towel from your link. You know, that's not going to be a whole lot of money. But when you think about it, similarly to things like Google AdSense and things like that, you know, the more you use it, the more traffic you get um, if you're using it for your blog. But if you're also using it for your e-design client shopping list, the more your clients actually buy what's on the shopping list and they don't kind of just go rogue, you know, the more likely you are to see that kind of add up. That is what the consistency comes in. Similarly, for a sponsored post, if you are consistently producing amazing content and brands see the value, they see the ROI, you know, you can rest assured that you will consistently get tapped or can pitch yourself and get a yes so that you can add that as part of your income revenue. One thing I will say about both is these are not instant gratification um, revenue streams. So in both instances, there's usually a delay. If it's affiliate marketing, there could be anywhere from a 30 to 90 day delay, depending on the the retailer, because they want to make sure, you know, there weren't any false clicks, um, people aren't returning things, things like that. And so if if their return window is a 90-day return window, you're probably going to have to wait 90 days for your commission because there's a chance someone could return something. Um, and now you just got paid for something that no one bought. Um, and again, this isn't the case with every, but with most. So there's usually that window delay. You know, you have to wait for that window to close, the approval process, and then, you know, you get your coins. However it is, direct deposit, check, whatever it is that you decided on. With sponsored posts... Similarly, you know, you might work on a campaign with a brand, you know, you you locked in the contract now for this amount and maybe you get paid up front um, half or whatever the case is. But the campaign is a campaign that's supposed to be a seven day campaign because it's for, I don't know, whatever. Um, You're using it as part of a project and that was the arrangement that you guys, you know, came up with. You're probably not going to see the rest of that money. Um until that campaign closes. So if it's seven days, seven days. But if it's something over the course of we want a relationship with you for this campaign for 30 days, you're waiting 30 days. So it's not a, hey, we want to work with you. Here's a check. It's in the mail. Go go be great kind of thing. Neither one of them is instant. So before they even get to a place of becoming your sole income, that requires a lot of time and effort. Um, it can be done. It is done every single day. Um, Godspeed. But as designers, that's not something we necessarily need to worry about, but it is something you want to keep in mind. Um, 
both of these are great ways to supplement what you're already getting. You leverage your design expertise as part of what you put out on your blog, on your social media, on your podcast, in your videos. You leverage the relationships that you have with clients um, and with your email marketing list. You leverage the vast array of projects that you have your hands in. And you can take advantage of what either or both of these money-making options have to offer. So as like I said, as someone who has done both, I can definitely speak to the benefits of doing both. Um, It's not easy. Like I said, it will cost you some time, especially, you know, with affiliate marketing. You apply for the programs. Sometimes you have to wait for um, approval. But once you get in, um, you kind of get the ball rolling. You're setting up your blog posts. You're pulling links. You're pulling products. You know, the more engaging the post is, whether it's a blog or social media post or video or whatever, the more likely it is that people are going to click and they're going to trust you. They're going to buy. They're going to go, yes. And depending on the program, if it's pay-per-click or not pay-per-click, but it's still like you get credit for the transaction, depending on the program, you could really make a good chunk of change um, on things that it wasn't even the things that you recommended. You know, you recommended a sofa, they clicked that sofa, but they ended up falling in love with a whole other sofa. There's a chance you'll still get the commission on that other sofa. Very few programs, um, are very item specific. They do exist, but very few. Um, you know, so there's some time that you put in on the front end to kind of set up the shopping list or whatever it is that you're setting up. Same thing with a sponsored post. You're taking the time to tell a story for a brand. You have now stepped into the role of a marketer. You know, while still wearing your designer hat, you're still doing what you do as a designer. You're still being great, but you are now responsible for producing something that is a reflection of that brand. So that is costing you time, sometimes costing you some additional supplies to kind of make the thing happen. Um, So it isn't just kind of with either one, they aren't just something you just put out there and then money starts rolling in. But if you are trying to add this additional revenue stream, especially being someone in the online space, if you are trying to just kind of have a little play money, you know, a little something extra. You're already doing these amazing things. Why not get paid for it if you can? Um, both of these are great ways to flex your creativity um, in a way that's still design adjacent, but fun and new and exciting. I know I have a great time um, blogging. I love blogging. It's fun for me. Um, and so I was blogging before I had affiliate links. I was pulling links and getting paid for nothing. And I enjoyed it. Like I never, like, it wasn't like, oh my God, I didn't make any money. Like I enjoyed it. So now doing the exact same thing, but someone clicks a link and I get paid. It's like, oh, hey, Christmas every day. Um, sponsored posts. I'm using this product anyway. I love this thing anyway. And they want me to use it. They want to, they want to give me something, sign me up. So... I hope I've given you guys something to think about. Like I said, I'm not saying, you know, it's something for everyone. I do want you to use a level of discernment as to whether or not this makes sense for your model, whether or not this makes sense for your audience, because you also don't want to show up and say, buy my thing, buy this thing. And then now it's a jarring experience for your audience. And now they don't know who you are, um, what you've done with the person they've known and loved, because you're trying to sell them things from other people. So 
make sure it makes sense for your audience. Make sure it makes sense for your business model, but don't be afraid to try it. Um, if it's something that you have had your eye on, but maybe you weren't a little bit sure about it. I hope um, that I was able to give you a little bit of clarity um, when it comes to sponsored content and affiliate marketing. If you have any questions, you know, you can always find me on Instagram and or Facebook at The Design Influence. Um, both accounts are of the same name. If you were already following us um, when we were the e-design experience, you'll still be able to get redirected, so you shouldn't get lost. <laughs> but yeah, be sure to, if you're going to find us on Instagram, screenshot this episode, let me know you're listening, and then tag at the design influence and hit me with your questions. I would love to answer any questions you have about affiliate marketing, about sponsored content. Same thing on Facebook. Find the post for this episode. Drop your questions. Um, I get enough questions. I'll do a whole Q&A episode on just sponsored content and affiliate marketing. Um, but I hope you guys found this to be helpful. Head over to the designinfluence.com backslash podcast to kind of really see all the notes that we talked about and any of the resources I mentioned. I will link them there as well. They might be affiliate links. <laughs> um, and just to kind of help you maybe get the ball rolling and get started on something new and exciting. If you haven't already, be sure to rate and review the show. I, I need to know if you guys love the show, if you guys love what I'm putting out. I show up, you know, just for you guys. Um, I'd be sharing this, whether it's one of you listening or 1,000 of you listening, but I would love to know what you guys think. And if you haven't already, be sure to subscribe and share with your design besties. It is your girl, Abby here. I hope that you guys enjoy this episode. I hope you got a lot of value out of it, and I will see you guys next week. Bye.